glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Trying to get hit, musical loudest, nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch I come to party, trying to get hit Musical loudest, nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch gentlemen this is episode 395 of kicking it with the king welcome back ladies and gentlemen as promised as i said we would be um right off the top can you tell that my voice has gotten a little better keyword a little hasn't 100 got better but nevertheless ladies and gentlemen we are not delaying nor stopping our production because it's not what we do if it ain't broke don't fix it ladies and gentlemen but uh, better to be here than to not, ladies and gentlemen, at the end of all that. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's good to be back, like I said, brand new episode, um, a lot to talk about on today's show, a couple of new, a couple of ideas that I thought of, actually, and there was a couple of things that caught my mind that I kind of wanted to elaborate on and, and talk about, so um, that is why we are here today. I mean, I'm also very excited to be back, obviously, it's good to be here, and, and obviously the to you know have another great show five more episodes after this and we will be at episode 400 at long last so thanks to all that's been with us throughout the journey and stuff and speaking of the journey this idea and stuff i wanted to um to talk a little bit more about myself today on on today's show obviously we got lots to talk about we have we have combat sports um we have, there's some ufc 272 stuff that we will be getting into later on in today's show. But like I said, if you're just joining us, meaning like just joining us probably like a few episodes ago or uh, maybe one episode ago, you know, maybe five, six episodes ago, I still haven't had the opportunity to sit down and really talk to the people, if you get what I mean. So um, first things first, as always, before we begin, um, thanks to all of our sponsors. Well, I mean, our main sponsor, the only sponsor we have, the only sponsor we need is obviously uh, Anchor. Um, Anchor by, is a uh, created was created by Spotify for podcasters, created by Spotify for people to use on Spotify. So it's a a massive platform for creators. If you have a podcast, if you have a show, if you want to advertise music, if you want to just sit back and relax with your friends one time a week, two times a week, three times a week, or every fucking day, you literally have the option, literally have the opportunity to, and Spotify and Anchor work together to make sure that your podcast is heard around the world, ladies and gentlemen. You want to be heard around the world, best place, best case for you is to download Spotify 100% free, easy to use, ladies and gentlemen. We did the ad for the longest time on our show. We had the same ad running for the longest time. 
it's a really great app. I, I know a lot of people that do use the app. I do know a lot of people that have, have downloaded the app and use their use Anchor to publish and produce their podcast. So it's it's downloaded worldwide, five stars in the Google Play Store, five stars in the App Store as well. And uh, like I said, you will not be disappointed. So thank you to our friends over at Anchor, and thanks for Spotify. Uh, thanks to Spotify for continuously supporting us through each and every single episode, regardless of the topic, ladies and gentlemen. So, and also, like I said, we're on social media as well. Don't sleep on us on social media. Um, Spotify at KWTKPod, as well as Twitter at KWTKPod, as well as my Twitter. My Instagram is also available. I'm G the King underscore official on Instagram and real G the King underscore on um twitter as well so ladies and gentlemen um let us begin after these messages we got a lot to talk about on today's show um a lot that i think we could break through with certain things and stuff and some other exciting stuff obviously on today's show like i said so sit back relax whatever it is you do while you do it enjoy yourself kick your feet up if you're listening to me by the fire by all means i had someone tell me the, the girl told me the other day that she uh um went to sleep listening to it. So obviously that's great to hear. I mean, we, we know that we can inspire in any way possible. So it's a really exciting thing. So like I said, let's not waste any time and, and, and let's get right to it. And we are back. By the way, it's February 24th for anybody that didn't know. It's February 24th. This is episode 395. So ladies and gentlemen, let's not waste any more time than we already have done. Have we wasted? No, we haven't wasted time. I'm just fucking around. It's good to be back. At the top of that, I am feeling better, a lot better. Not 100% better, but this sore-ass throat for about four days, almost close to a week, actually, um, has not been fun, has not been friendly, but alas, we are feeling better. It hasn't, like, made me extra tired or anything along those sorts. I mean, it relatively was just something that I had to deal with in the background. I still went out and, and did stuff. Obviously, you got to stay warm and, and don't be cold or anything and, you know, treat yourself right when you're sick. It's a sore throat. And, you know, I was explaining yesterday, like, um, that sometimes I really don't get the 100% sick. I get bits and pieces of it, and some of them are bad, some of them aren't. But I never truly get fully sick because I think, like, and I like to pride myself on having a great immune system. And I've had a great immune system. I've always gone and went running and walking since I was a young kid and stuff like that. And um, speaking of that, that literally was, like, kind of, like, segueing into, you know, talking about the history of this podcast. Especially when you're gravitating towards new audiences and, and there's there's lots of different types of people all around the world and different types of people with different um, thoughts on different things. You got people with different takes than you, um, people maybe that agree with you or disagree or agree to disagree. But then you've got a lot of people that, you know, just have different takes and open minds on the sport and great minds of the sport too. Not just the sport, but just, to, just great minds in general. There's lots of different podcasts. There's lots of different types of entertainers out there there's lots of different people that people come to for information for knowledge and even though it's the same knowledge there's different people that provide different kinds of insights into the sport into whatever it is that your podcast is about or whatever it is that you're interested in and 
you know, whatever podcast you're listening to, like, you know how there's multiple out there, I mean, multiple great, phenomenal MMA podcasts, uh, overall combat sports-based podcasts. You know, I have, like, five or six of them on my queue and stuff, and I've listened to a lot of really great people that I go to for MMA stuff each and every single um, week. You know, I, I mean, after a while, you know, some people start to take out certain things that they don't listen to anymore, like podcasts, the last couple podcasts that I've taken out of my feed completely was uh, the Brendan Shaw podcast and, uh, yeah, the Fighter and the Kid podcast. I mean, I like that Brian's back if you're one of the listeners of that show, but I, I've taken those podcasts out and I strictly kind of just stick with MMA and, and people who have sharper minds in the sport and stuff like that. I'm not saying Brendan, Brendan's phenomenal. I listen to him for a long time. I listen to him since high school. But I'm really just not, I'm not a fan because I'm more of a fan of other stuff and I'm just so busy and you got to pick and choose when it comes to having a lot of podcasts. So I wanted to talk about the history. Like, so I've been doing this podcast, this, this, this very exact show. Like I said, I know I'm getting in new listeners. I know I'm bringing in new people. There's new people listening every single time. I know I've seen the numbers. I've seen what countries and stuff like that. And you know, I really greatly appreciate everybody regardless of where you're from. And I wanted to let you guys know that I guess I have been doing um, the show for about six years. Um, I started this show on an idea of thinking about how I can get my voice, my takes, and my thoughts on just anything and everything out there. And this is back in 2014, I believe. So I was 18. I barely turned 18. And, you know, I just had started, you know, I, I've uh, followed and been a part of the world of mixed martial arts and combat sports since 2010. In 2010, I was underage completely, a complete teenager. Like, what, what, how old was I in 2010? So that was 11 years ago? I was 14. 14 years old when I started watching the world of combat sports. Now I'm 25. I literally grown up in the world of combat sports. Four years later, I, uh, what is it? What is it? No, no, two years later, excuse me. Two years later, that's when I really was really starting to get real deep in the sport. But, you know, I was watching it since 2010. I mean, I've been big, I've been a big fan of mixed martial arts since I was a kid. And just learning about the fighters and you know, looking at all the different eras of of great fighters that we've been through and all the phenomenal title reigns and all the different weight classes and the the, the excitement of who is gonna work their way up to become the champion one day. And you know, it's a lifelong sport that I believe if you're dedicated to, you're greatly dedicated to and, and myself. MMA, the combat sports, it was MMA, boxing, you know, I'm overall just a complete fan of it now, but I would say, like, in the beginning, I was, uh, you know, it was obviously MMA, and I've grown up through the sport, meaning at one point in time, like, I didn't like the lower weight classes, I liked the bigger weight classes, and I liked knockouts, and I only liked stand-up. Because it was cool, like, when you're playing a game as a little kid, like the original UFC games on uh, Xbox, Xbox 360 what was it? Uh, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3. The 2010 UFC game, that was one of the best games of all time. Let me tell you, the UFC 2010, <coughs> excuse me, 
excuse me, UFC 2010, that game was amazing, pretty phenomenal. I liked the uh, UFC Undisputed, the one with Anderson Silva on it, and then you know, obviously I had the one with John Jones and Gustafson. I mean, the EA Sports UFC um, games were a lot different, and they had a lot more of a a, feel, a different feel on them, and then they look good, they feel good. I mean, the graphics, the way the fighters get rocked, and you know, just the overall production of the game is uh, highly similar to how it is now. I mean, over the years, I mean, different companies have taken control of the UFC games, and you know, you remember all the different games. But yeah, like so, Point Blank, like I played all the video games. I was a huge fan of video. I still am a huge fan of video games. I really only find myself um, into and playing Grand Theft Auto Five. I'm a huge fan of Grand Theft Auto Five. I'm an advocate of Call of Duty Mobile. Don't hate on me. I am very good at Call of Duty Mobile, and we can play anytime. So like um. Yeah, so MMA, just what I've been saying, like MMA has been my uh, my out my outlet, my go to, my escape. Cause like as a kid, you know, growing up, not really having a lot of uh, things, you know, not you know, not knowing what's going on in your life, especially when you don't live with your family for a large portion of your time and you're getting moved around, you know, you you get like uh you know separated from family and you know adopted and all all that jazz right you don't have to get real deep into it but you know mma was the thing i found since 14 since a 14 year old kid watching the world of combat sports understanding it learning training having the pleasure to speak with lots of different fighters throughout the years and managers and and promoters and stuff having the ability and having the, the grace to be able to do that it's a blessing. I never knew that I would find a sport so amazing and so so amazing. Like I, I couldn't even find a better word. F- a sport so phenomenal. Is that a better word to put? Because wow, because I was sitting here looking about, uh, thinking about this. You know, thinking about every single new episode that I do put out. Thinking about the the history of this entire show. I mean, thinking about just. How horrible I felt like the original episodes were. I mean, you could go back and find original episodes, but you know, all the episodes are on the feed that that we have done with Anchor. So, like I said, if you go back and listen to a lot of older episodes, I've had a lot of people go back and listen to older episodes because they don't really particularly know where to start. I mean, I've had some people solely just like to support it, like to support the show, like to. I mean, weren't necessarily in the MMA part, but they did like how I talked about lots of different things and stuff, and I covered lots of different topics and stuff. And, you know, like I say, I, like to, I don't like to generally say it's just sports. I like to say that it's generally just a podcast about, you know, just each and every little thing that comes to mind. I'm a very deep thinker about stuff. I have lots of going on in my head. I'm thinking about a lot of different types of, uh, lots of different types of things. And, you know, goals and personal things and just life in general. And, you know, just it's just life in general. And I feel that I have um, a unique take on things and that I like to uh, be able to share my knowledge with the world. And that's the exact thoughts that I was wondering when I first started my podcast. You know, you want to know where the idea came for me to start a podcast? I bet you guys will never guess the spot. It wasn't in my mom's basement. It wasn't in grandma's back room. It wasn't at the dinner table. <laughs> I'm just, I was joking about mom's basements and all that. You know, like a lot of people talk, they'll be talking shit like on the keyboards and stuff. I've always never fathomed 
uh, fans talking shit about a personal about about a fighter and stuff like that. And speaking of that, we're going to talk about that next. So, yeah, I just wanted to kind of give like a quick little overview, like get to know me throughout all the episodes. I'd recommend all the episodes on Spotify, all the uh, 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 released episodes that we've had from top to bottom. On Spotify, we have a lot of episodes, a lot of content, a lot of UFC uh, recap and analysis and stuff like that that we've recapped over the last, uh, you know, couple years that we've had on Anchor and stuff that we've used Anchor for because we we've used we've had the podcast since day one, but we never we weren't always on Anchor and Spotify. So there's archived episodes of our shows all dating back to a total of 300 and 95 plus episodes actually if we had included the severely open-minded podcast that we did do for a while and uh you know we incorporate that we'd already be past uh, uh, 400 episodes so we, we're we're already 400 episodes past our mark and stuff and we've already went past that mark of 400 but as far as kicking it with the king episodes strictly these episodes this is my joe rogan experience the gabriel hernandez experience how about that? Three, 395 plus episodes in. I just wanted to give you guys a quick little, um, you know, I, just, I, I want you guys to feel comfortable when you hear this. It's not just a, a regular podcast. I liked it to be an experience, no pun intended. I want it to be a great experience for you. I want it to be a very experience for, no, I'm, I don't call people my listeners. I don't call people fans friends we call them friends friends and family especially when you take the time to sit down and and to talk to people and and give someone um you know ability to think about shit in a different way or have your thoughts similarly said or your thoughts on something have you know kind of have like a little uh, debate in your head or you know agreeing with shit that people say uh, throughout like their shows and stuff, and you can agree, you can disagree, you can like it, you can dislike it. The main thing is you're tuning in, and the main thing is obviously, like I said, I don't want people to dislike this show. I mean, I like to keep the five star rating up, and and have people, more people wanting to listen to the show and and more traction and stuff like that. But I do, I, I mean, I would never want anyone not to like the show. But you're gonna have people out there that don't like you regardless of what you're doing. But I'm an advocate for openly, you know, talking about things, talking about how you feel, talking about your thoughts on things. You know, I'm a big advocate for free speech before this corona stuff happened. You know, I believe that, you know, before all this, before this pandemic happened, before the earth, uh, the, the earth was in a fragile state like it is now, especially with all the craziness going on and Ukraine and and the, the the war a full on potential war with Russia and then the thought of all the rest of the countries uniting and maybe potentially having a World War Three kind of vibes those are very scary there's a lot of scary things going on in the world so I think that what one thing we can do together while we have the time is to inspire and and to keep each other as close as possible because you know obviously like I said there's always going to be problems in the world. The government, government's always going to be a huge problem. I mean, if you really want to point out problems in the world, that the Cal in California, let alone the United States alone, gas prices nearing six dollars, absolutely fucking crazy. Can you believe it was seven fucking dollars for a pack of those? Uh, what is it? A pack of those? 
those cookies, the chocolate chip cookies, very popular brand. Why the fuck is it slipping my head right now? Chips Ahoy? Yeah, Chips Ahoy. No, no, no lie. Like, literally, yesterday, I went with my uh, grandpa the other day to, uh, was it Save Mart? Yeah, it was a Save Mart. You guys have Save Marts out there? Any of my listeners? I mean, I have people from the United States, uh, United Kingdom, Ireland, I believe, a little bit of everything, a little bit of everybody. So, uh, point blank, we're at the Save Mart supermarket. So, if you're from California, uh, Northern California, Southern California, you know, Save Mart, they have Save Mart. They have Safeway, they have Lucky's, they have Food for Less, they have Food Food Max, I believe, Rancho San Miguel. I have a bunch of shit out here, man. So point blank, I didn't need to reiterate what store I was fucking at. But I was at the store, right? And I was looking. High out of my mind, right? High out of my mind in the supermarket. Those two are never good, especially if you want to keep your bank account heavy, right? You don't want to have a light bank account. But I was just going around looking at the crazy prices. And I'm just like, dude, some of these prices are fucking ridiculous. Good God. Goodness gracious. Absolutely insane. I cannot believe the prices. So if you want to think about problems, problems are food prices, meat prices, gas prices. Um, if I could pick one of the prices to go down, probably would be gas. Gas prices are a nice one. Uh, maybe food prices. I mean, food prices I can understand. But um, if there are times that I do feel, I don't, I'm not the type to fill up my fridge. The thing is, I'm always on the go. If I'm if I'm going somewhere, if I'm traveling, if there's multiple things I got to do, if I'm not able to really sit home and make a meal other than, like, you know, sandwiches or just basic shit, like, shit that's not going to go bad, like, at least not fast, because motherfuckers will be filling up their fridges and being on the go and, you know, come back and you have to clean out your fridge or you got a bunch of shit that's not going to be eaten in there. And I'm just, I'm a conserving kind of person. There has been times growing up in college and just lo- several times throughout life where, uh, you know, or previously where I would just, you know, be on a budget and, you know, act- actively people still to this day. And obviously, cause we're in a pandemic and, you know, obviously with uh, job shortages and well, people not working, we on unemployment, just the whole entire pandemic, you know, what we've seen, the history of it. We've, we've seen cases of people not working. Um, collecting unemployment, relying on the unemployment, or just not working, being sick. Well, most people are on unemployment. Most people, some people worked reduced hours, or they had several restrictions, or you know, going to school from home, and all these different changes and stuff. All these different laws being put in place. Entire reset. There's an entire whole reset of everything that's going on. I mean, from I mean, we never previously really had presidents pushing um, like the LGBTQ community and incorporating laws and, you know, really, you know, having people be address these issues and stuff because it's been a, a big issue and racism's obviously been a huge issue, hasn't changed. I mean, um, I mean, it seems like they're taking a lot more care of, of the things that are going on in the world and stuff and not the world, but the uh, racism issues i guess i mean i don't know i mean i would say those the who was a good the dude the african-american fellow that that uh was unfortunately killed while he was jogging he i forgot where he was jogging but it was armor armor Amrad Amrad. i can't say his name Amrad, but he was shot dead by two uh uh white uh white were they white supremacists i don't know we can't spread misinformation here on this podcast no but he was shot dead and those dudes i know that they got like the fullest extent, and then Kim, the the officer that caught shot 
Dante Wright, Kim, what's her name, Kim Winslow? Not Kim Winslow. Kim Winslow is the name of the referee in the UFC, or one of the MMA referees. No, it was Kim something, the officer, Kim Porter. Yeah, her name was Kim Porter. So officer, former officer Kim Porter um, was sentenced to, uh, what? how many, four years of jail? How many? I don't want to look because... I'm not, I'm not trying to look all, I mean, I didn't really care about that, but like I said, so the, I mean, I care about the fact that the, the justice is being served in a lot of ways and stuff. And I do like how a lot more people are accepting of the LGBTQ community. I mean, obviously you're going to have silent haters. You're going to have people who think it's disgusting to see two people together. And I'm going to be completely honest. We're probably going to make headlines with this next comment and stuff. And I'm um, growing up. Like, I was raised by homosexual people. You know, you could say the actual word. Is gay even in the Bible? The word gay? Or not the Bible, excuse me, a dictionary. <laughs> I said the Bible. I said, I meant dictionary. So, we're going to get canceled now. Uh, I apologize. This is the last episode. We never made it to 400 before we got canceled. But um, is, is gay even in the dictionary? That's what series for. That's what the internet's for. Why don't I ask but I was raised by gay people. I was around. I've been around. I've been around. I had a lot of gay friends. I've had friends that, you know, obviously, I don't judge people, man. We're not here to judge. Who am I to judge? Who are you to judge? Just in general, why are you judging someone else if you don't want to be judged yourself? I have never had a problem with, I mean, there has been times where I've had gay friends or people that were gay try to, you know, get at me or really push it and stuff and like kind of push boundaries in a way and and uncomfortable ways and you obviously got to call it out but you can be professional with calling it out you know being like hey man i'm i'm i I love you i'm your friend but i'm not into that can you please not sexually harass me in a way because sexual harassment is one of the uh, top problems in the world for sure i mean especially with people online and being able to say whatever it is you want to say online i mean some people's dms to private dms you know and when people it's starting to become a norm when people leak dms or texts or screenshots and they post them online to see especially with kanye west man all those kanye west uh um, if you were able to catch the snapshots it's not hard to find if you're on the internet all the time like i am um kanye west screenshots absolutely insane with him and the whole kim kardashian thing that's all pretty funny pretty insane and stuff but we are we went off completely on like completely talking about a bunch of different shit, but <coughs> we definitely like cover and try to talk a lot a little bit of everything. So um going back to what we were talking about with the other podcasts and supporting one another and stuff, because we can be in vulnerable places in life, but if we come together as people, as one. There's really nothing that can stand in our way. Obviously, war. I'm pretty sure you don't have to be gay, straight, trans, non-binary, or pansexual. To know that we're, we're on the brink of a war. We're on the brink of a war, ladies and gentlemen. When's the last time? We, I mean, we had the war with the long-going Iraq war, or the war with Iraq since... 2001, I believe, since since George Bush was in office. Like, I'm not going to sit here and 
talk about politics like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I offer bits and pieces. I'm pretty damn blank if you ask me. I just remember we've been in war for a while, but a World War Three. I, I never experienced World War Two, let alone World War One. So in my 24 and a few months of living, the 24 years and a few months of living, have never experienced the. I mean, we've seen World War Three trending a lot, and hella shit trends on Twitter, and you can only see what the media is telling you or what it's saying, but. Uh, the thought of a war, the idea of a war, the idea of how great technology is nowadays, the idea of nuclear bombs going off. I mean, looking at the nuclear bomb, I was literally looking at some bunkers yesterday just out of curiosity because there was like some bunkers that, that went for sale or something like $25,000, $35,000 for a bunker or some shit like that. Dude, that shit's worth it, especially if you got food down there and um, protection. You just got to clean that shit out. You go underneath underneath a bunker, dude. That 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 would be one of the best things probably <laughs> to, to have happen for you, especially going into a world war. I mean, nuclear bombs, dude. Russia. I mean, if it wasn't North Korea, if it wasn't Iraq, dude. Russia, out of all places to get into a war with, would be one of the worst things to ever do. Dude, Russia and China, dude. China and Russia are probably some of the scariest places. I mean, Chinese the Chinese people. That their technology and China's ahead of us in technology, just in general, man. How, how much it costs to to make an iPhone? You know how much it costs to produce an iPhone and make it, and how much it actually costs out there versus how much we're paying for it. How much shit is in China is significantly cheaper because it's just significantly cheaper. Everything's overpriced here. We're paying top dollar for lots of things. And it's unfair in life, but in in a way, there's things more expensive other places, I'm pretty sure. I mean, let alone in Southern California, uh, shit's more 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 expensive than up here. A, a, a beer that I would, well, a beer, a Modelo is like $5 out there. It's like $3.40 something out here. $3 something. Hey, and prices matter, motherfuckers. Packs of cigarettes, too. Eight ninety nine out here, eleven ninety nine or nine ninety nine or something like that out there. But certain prices aren't aren't too fluctuating. They're not fluctuating or anything like that. But some prices, man, there are some prices that are substantially higher than what we normally pay. But like I said about the Chinese and the Russians, they probably all got supersonic extra gear. I mean, looking at looking at our uh looking at all the world leaders that we have around. To me, in my head, the most dangerous motherfuckers that we have on this planet, Joe Biden, not the United States of America and its soft Democrats and soft Republicans. Everyone in the United States is soft, man. The United States is the laughing stock of the world when it comes to politics, when it comes to government, when it comes to, uh, what is it called, uh, there's a third word I'm looking at. Yeah, government is a joke. Politics is a joke. The way they run things, the way they respond to things, the way America it just is in general. That's why other countries don't like American people just to begin with because we have built in a constant stereotype of just being ungrateful, trashy, 
disgusting people, just rude, obnoxious, careless, classless. And, you know, it fits the agenda because it's exactly how I feel a lot of American people are. There's a lot of great people out there in the world, regardless of where you're from. But America's been painted with that. And it sticks. And there's a lot of people out there in other countries that point blank just don't like us in general. Oh, you're from America? Fuck you. We do not like you. We don't like you. The only reason why we don't like them is because of the reasons I listed up there previously. So going back to what I was saying about China and Russia. So it's China and Russia in my head that are some of the most, that scare me the most. Their technology is great. Their weapons are great. Their nukes are great. Just when people start, we're on brink of a nuclear war. Ladies and gentlemen, there's no shooting back and forth at someone. Your 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 AR-15 or your 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 assault rifles or your sniper, your high-class snipers, or your tank isn't going to be enough. A nuclear bomb could wipe out the entire one nuclear bomb, let alone could wipe out the entire U.S. military, let alone a, a, a small a, a whole town. I mean, if Los Angeles got hit. We'd probably be affected over here. Nuclear bomb over there, and all the freaking, uh, all the um, radioactive and just it would be, it would be we all the radioactive material and shit like that. Just just the thoughts of being at a nuclear war is a scary thing. So we try not to be that. Uh, what is it? Negative, I guess. What, what not, what's with the word negative when we're on the internet? But we're looking at all the different information that comes out. We're looking at all the different things that are coming out and. You know, it's inevitable. Like I said, there's nothing online can do. There's nothing that any communities can do. There's nothing that any of these people around us that don't like what we say online can do. <laughs> like what we, you get the, you get the thing that we're trying to talk about, right? So what we're in the, we're in the mix of a uh, online war as well with cancel culture, with, with people trying to get people not to watch or listen or uh, support a certain person or thing or group because we don't agree with what they're saying or we don't like with what they're saying but completely honestly ladies and gentlemen everybody is entitled to their own opinion their own beliefs and their own yeah their own opinions their own beliefs if you choose to believe in something you believe in it can't say that you're gonna be backed 100 percent. can't say that you won't be alone later on in your life or later on in life, but you know, some people's beliefs get them nowhere. Some people's beliefs get them accepted by a large, large groups of people. Some people's beliefs uh, just aren't given a fuck about. If you if you don't make your presence known, you won't be given. Your fucks won't be given. There won't be any fucks towards you given. People with high morals, people with well, not high morals, with high uh, you know, traffic and stuff. You know, people that will get lots of attention gain traction, can gain followers, interactions and stuff online, because interactions and tweets and, and traction and you just making headlines and stuff, that's good for you and your network and stuff. Obviously, with certain things now, like I said, we're in the brink of a war, a real war, but we're also online. Oh, we can't say these things, or I mean, he said that, or she did this, or he's racist, he said nigger 10 years ago. And Joe, I have to admit, though, with that whole Joe Rogan uh, racist N-word conspiracy thing or whatever the fuck you call it, literally, I went and watched the video 
And I was bothered by the fact that someone goes out of their way to put all these together. But like a, going back to what I said as well about racism, about African-American fellas. Well, I am half black, so you can't call me racist here, ladies and gentlemen. Literally, look at my, my album cover of the podcast is an African-American. Looks Hispanic or Latino or something like that. We are not racist here, ladies and gentlemen. I have several African-American friends. Joe Rogan has several African-American friends. Comedians, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's one of his top friends. Dave Chappelle's black. You think if Joe was racist towards black people, he would have any black friends? If you have standards, yeah, I mean, it seems like you would, wouldn't have any. If, if I didn't like black people or white people or Chinese people, I wouldn't have anybody as my friend that was that ethnicity. I'm sorry. But how I feel personally, how Gabriel feels, how I feel, it's all about your personality, how you treat people, how you carry yourself. I don't care about what you look like. I care about how you carry yourself. I care about what you bring to the table. I care about the way that you, you talk about things. I care about the way that you treat other people. I care about your well-being. I care about, I just care about overall how you bring yourself and announce yourself and, and hold yourself as a person. I'm not big into looks and stuff like that. So like when it comes to like relationships, we'll get back to talking about the brink of the war, online cancel culture and all that stuff. And then um, after all this, we'll get into um, UFC 272. I wanted to talk about uh, some comments made towards Colby Covington and um, some stuff about GSP and stuff that I wanted to talk about. And, um, you know, we'll get to it in a second, ladies and gentlemen. But let's continue with what we're talking about here. Um, so, I mean, there's bigger things than worrying about shit that, you know, these Democrat parties or Democratic uh People are looking at stuff Joe said or trying to get Joe Rogan off the internet and stuff. But we should be worried about what our president is doing and, and being potentially on the brink of a war. I mean, Joe Biden is, I mean, you can say what you want about Joe Biden. I'm not saying I'm supporting him. I'm not here. I'm saying that he's leading us in the brink of a war in a way. I'm not saying it's directly 100% his fault. It's not Russia attacking the, the America. It's, it's, it's what Russia and Ukraine are doing and Russia trying to invade and overthrow Ukraine and, and make that a part of Russia. So it's all about that. And, you know, it's like we're watching from the outside and depending on the moves made, it's like we're playing chess right now. We're playing chess right now, ladies and gentlemen. Whoever makes the wrong move towards what Russia's doing and towards everything towards Ukraine, I have consequences. Biden said that uh, uh, there will be consequences. I mean, what is it called? What did they do? They ended all diplomacy or something with uh, with uh, Russia. This that was with Ukraine. Ukraine ended all diplomacy. So I don't really mean you know, I. I really honestly, I'm not educated on war like I should be. Not not educated. I'm not saying I'm not educated on it. Like I said, I offer my opinions. I give my thoughts on how I'm feeling. So you can agree with it. You can have all the extra technical history and all the really good details that finalizes everything we talk about. But point blank, I'd say like at the top of this all, a scary war with Russia 
it's like we're poking a bear because if you really look at it, Russia's trying to gain control over Ukraine. So if the United States tries to step in and defend Ukraine against Russia, that's going to be a problem for them. And that's when we are going to get in the middle of this problem as well. We're already having problems with China already. So with the whole trade and, and all that and coin shortages and all this other fucking shit. Not, not saying that's China's fault and all that, but we're already in a little scuffle with China with all that. I mean, where we all get our trade, good, our, all our goods and everything coming from China. And we, you know, cutting off, you know, trading and working with China and stuff and get where we're getting our products from. And we do get a lot of stuff from China still. So I really don't know how the United States' relationship with, with China and stuff and Russia is, but um, I think war is on the brink. I don't want to say World War Three because that would be insane, and especially in this day and age of what we live in and where we live and how they came back after the Second World War. It's been a long time since we've been at war. I mean, a war like of, of this, a World War Three, ladies and gentlemen, could you imagine that in today's landscape? Could you imagine the coverage? Could you imagine the damage done? Our world will forever be impacted. Like, where where was the most damage done in the world from those world wars? I mean, if you had to fight in the world wars, I mean, all the soldiers that were deployed, I know some U.S. soldiers, United States soldiers were deployed uh, recently. Um, a lot of Ukrainian soldiers have been, uh, Ukraine, uh, yeah, Ukrainian soldiers have been uh, unfortunately killed. There has been some casualties, there has been some bombs going off. So, like, a lot of you guys, and we stand with Ukraine and stuff, and we try to make this a peaceful uh, a peaceful world that we live in. I know it's not going to be peaceful. I mean, with Putin in charge, man, Putin has been in charge forever, man. Putin's, Putin's uh, uh, what is it called, a, a, a savage in a way. Like, he is, a, he is like, you don't fuck with Putin. You try to fuck with Putin when it comes to bombs or war or, 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 or trying to uh, steal power. Oh, that's not a good thing. And it's not good to provoke a war with Russia. So the United States needs to chillax and let Ukraine, whatever Ukraine and Russia is doing. But then again, they're going to step in, defend Ukraine because of the NATO troops and all the way, whatever peace treaties, whatever bullshit that they got. Like, see, I'm not deep and I'm not all my, my cock's not all deep inside of a war politics and, and shit like that that goes on. I, I try to you know, stay on a neutral ground and, and just kind of hope for the best. So it's been a pretty damn fun episode of the show. So I really, really enjoy this one. Uh, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, if you like our shows, if we're not canceled after this episode, be sure to tune in to our show every single week. We're available on Spotify. We're available on Apple Podcasts. Not available on YouTube, unfortunately, but we are an audio-based podcast. We want you guys to be able to tune in and listen to us while you're doing your daily and normal activities. Um, you can also visit our website directly at www.anchor.fm forward slash KWTKpod for all the episodes that we did uh, using Anchor. Like I said earlier, we have more than just 300 plus episodes, but we have some on other platforms that we previously used back in the day. And we have all but the most, all uh, and the most amazing episodes all available here on this platform. So be sure to check those out. Be sure to follow us on social media, KWTKPod for both platforms, Instagram and Twitter, G the King underscore official on Instagram and real G the King underscore on, um, on Twitter. 
How about a bong rip, ladies and gentlemen? Do you guys smoke weed out there? Any, any, any of my fans, any of my friends, any of my family, familia, la familia, anybody out there smoke marijuana? I know we talk about it. We take a, we dedicate a portion of the show to talking about when I go to the weed shops and my experiences and the fact that a weed shop's like an adult version of a candy store. And, and you know, cannabis helps, man. It does. It helps. It's a, I'm a really big uh, advocate for it. I love it. Uh, I am on, speaking of cannabis, I am on episode two or three of, of Euphoria. And uh, what is it? Um, Zendaya. I call her Zendaya, man. Um, but she just, she was trying to explain like, you know, she's not clean, she relapsed, but she's just smoking weed. Like, that's not as bad as doing, like, the pills and the, the Xanaxes and all the different pills that she's been doing throughout the show and, and what she's been doing. And so weed is probably the best thing that she's done out of all those drugs. So her trying to explain to her sister and stuff, and, you know, as long she's like, as long as it's nothing more than just weed, everything's fine. But that made me think of that just real quick, but... um yeah, it's a great show. Definitely tune in. I mean, I've seen grown ass people, grown ass men watching this show are some really recognized people. It's a great fucking show. My cousin got me stuck on it. So be sure to check that shit out on HBO Max, Euphoria. Are they going to make a season three? That should be a, a show that they should just make on go. Like, you know, the Friends, the show Friends. I don't know. It's not even a close comparison at all, but look at all the seasons of Friends that we got. Can we get back-to-back seasons like that for euphoria you are relaying with the people here you are relaying with people's lives you are relating to all these people's lives and making things feel so much more normal in this abnormal crazy ass fucking world that we live in right now you know what i mean but anyways we're gonna load this up with a fresh um what is it called a fresh hit we got we got some weed right here my brother gave me some i'm not big on buying weed I never usually buy weed. I'm, I'm like I said, I've talked about this a lot, and like I said, if you're new, um, then you won't understand this. But um, I try to get um, stizzies. I get stizzies from the the weed shop. Stizzy uh, is a brand, and it's uh, it's like THC but oil, and you vape it. And it's like a a, a vape pen that I specifically designed for stizzy that I put that I uh, smoke out of, and I'm always on the go, like I said, you hear me, I'm always on the go, I'm always doing shit, that's why I don't really have time to be at home smoking weed or attracting a, attracting um, negative attention, not negative attention, it's just like, because I go places, I can't go places smelling like weed or having, you know, great shit like fire-ass OG Kush or, you know, having my granddaddy purple just smelling up the car or smelling up the room, or smelling up a backpack, you know, you got to keep your shit good, you got to keep, I mean, obviously, you can bring it with you, and on where you're going, and what you're doing, and stuff like that, and, but for me, I try to, like, you know, I just have, I'm a big fan of the stizzies, for some reason, I'm a big fan of the vapes, like, I like the vapes, I mean, I'm not a fan of those, um, t- not, what are they called, um, tobacco, like, the big, those vapes, the, with the nicotine in it, I'm not a fan of those, what we call those are robot dicks, they look like a huge ass robot cock that you're sticking in your mouth and inhaling for a uh, smoke and stuff. I mean, same thing with the bong though. I find myself putting my mouth over a long ass fucking bong looks makes me look like I'm trying to deep throat a fucking horse's penis or something like that. You know what I mean? Like a deep oh, a horse cock. Am I deep throating a horse cock right now? I mean, and some of those pipes look like dildos too. So. Fuck you, whoever brought that to my attention. It was like an ex of mine or something. She's like, it looks like a dildo or something. Like, it looks like you're smoking on a dildo. Like, I was sitting here taking a picture of my bong, 
trying to look cool on Snapchat and I get made fun of. Fuck you, motherfucker. You can go fuck yourself with that, with that, uh, with that pipe. You know what I mean? Let's take a bong rip. We're, we're wild, wilder now on this episode of the podcast. Like I said, I hope we don't get canceled. This episode 395, kicking it with the king, baby. And also, like I said, my name is Gabriel Hernandez for all that didn't know. And, um, I wanted to give quick shout outs, like I said, to Spotify, Anchor, Shout out to all the people out there that support me. And this is our first episode that we've actually done with uh, my wireless Bluetooth headphones in. I didn't know how the sound was going to be. Um, I'm a big advocate for good sound quality. I like so- good sound quality. I think we have some really good sound quality for sure. I like it. I, I think it's personal. I think it's personally good. It's like a great radio show. Something you guys can enjoy in your car while you're driving. While you're while you're sleeping, hopefully not while you're sleeping, so you can enjoy it. I mean, I've had women tell me like, "Your voice is so nice." Like, I didn't say it like that, kind of exaggerating, but they're like, "Your your voice makes me fall asleep. Like, it's so soothing, it's so relaxing. It makes me horny. It makes me so horny. You're getting me so wet right now. I, I, I'm literally, I'm that's literally what people told me, but that's not what I've heard as late. I'm just saying in general. I've heard a lot of people talk about that shit. <laughs> Can you believe that? We still have not taken a bong rip. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna stop I'm gonna stop talking for a second. And we got um we got fifteen minutes left here on the show. Cause I know Anchor only gives us an hour max of recording and we pretty much talked and, and, and discussed everything that we're gonna talk about today, other than UFC two seventy two coming up after this bong rip. Is it embarrassing to cough on the show? You're not a pussy if you cough. Just damn. It's how you know that some of those hits are really that fucking good. Especially if you cough more. It's not bad if you cough. You just got to hold it in. For any beginning people, like, it drives me insane. My cousin does this. Um, I know this one girl that did, used to do it too. But it's like you hold the weed in. You have to hold it in for like five to six seconds. Don't be like... <laughs> You just hit it right away, and then you start coughing. Like, no. You're supposed to hold that shit in for a while, and you get higher, like I'm going to do right now. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is an audio-only podcast. There is no video. I mean, there has been a couple episodes we tried to do on video, but quite frankly, I like the solo podcast. I like the audio. Audio is cool. It's more fun. You don't have to worry about looking at a fucking camera the whole time. I get paranoid, man. I have ADHD. I get anxiety at times. I'm not trying to say I look at a camera the whole time. I mean, if I had to, I would. If I was on another sh- another show, respectively, I would do that. And and ladies and gentlemen, look to see me on other motherfucker shows in the future, too. Because I'm not only solely based on one show. I don't have motherfuckers just come on my show. I like to go on everyone else's shows. So, yeah, I'd love to be on. You know, I was on episode 200 of the Anik and Florian podcast. That was cool. That was a while back, but I'm I'm looking to be on other people's shows too. I'm looking to offer my opinions. I'm looking to offer how I feel. You know, just you know, everyone deserves a platform and regardless of your beliefs and regardless of everything else, you deserve to have a platform. And quite frankly, ladies and gentlemen, look for me on other episodes on and other um places too.
think I thought it's fucking hilarious that in Grand Theft Auto Five on story mode, they also have a bong in the room, Franklin's house too. So that's one of the, the best fucking games of all time. I could talk about Grand Theft Auto for a while. I mean, it's like you're playing like literally a multiverse version of real life, literally going around, driving around. I run around punching motherfuckers <laughs> and like getting in a feuds with cops and shooting all the cops up and stuff. And just getting in like getting all the five stars and driving around, taking people's cars, going like I'll fuck around and stuff and like I'll do all the story missions and stuff and all my friends and my, my cousins and shit. They're like, you should you should do online missions and stuff because Grand Theft Auto Online is really popular. And, and a lot of people play Grand Theft Auto Online for sure. Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of motherfuckers play Grand Theft Auto Online. I play it online. I just don't like people fucking killing me and stuff when I go around and I'm just chilling and stuff. And I just, like, earn enough money just so I can go around and vibe and chill. I mean, I'll buy some of the shark cards if I need to. Uh, if I just don't, if I want to sit on a million and stuff and just, just chillax and stuff, and I guess that's that's what I'll do. Let's take a hit of this. This is a white grape, I believe. Yeah, white grape. With a stizzy flavor. I was smoking a... (coughs) Oh, my bong. I was really taking a hit out of the bong. And then I switched over to the stizzy. So we get faded here sometimes. So we try to have a little bit of... um, you can tell we're high, like towards the end of the show, we're all fucking hell high. So, well, we talked about a lot today. We actually covered a lot of stuff. So, um, let's not waste any more time. We have like under uh, 15 minutes, under 15 minutes, probably about close to um, 11 minutes now. Um, so, I've seen some interesting comments regarding uh, UFC 272's headliner, um, the former interim champion, Colby Covington, a number one ranked um, Colby Covington. So, people. I, I see an interesting comment on Twitter saying that his style is boring. I mean, for someone to say that the style of a fighter is boring, I I can 100% attest to. I can 100% agree with. I uh, also made a comment to talking about you could be winning a bunch of fights in a row. I mean, look at um, Tony Ferguson, for example. When he was on that hot streak, you know, Probably four fights before he lost to Justin Gaethje, he could have been fighting for a title. For Khabib, Khabib was on a hot streak for the longest time, and you know he finally got to fight for a title, and he could have fought for one a while back. Max Holloway, same thing. He was on a hot streak before he finally got his title shot. So, and it's not that you're winning. I mean, you could be winning. Like I said, this is something I've seen with GSP for the longest time growing up. Oh, he's boring. Uh, GSP. GSP's fights going to a decision so boring so so oh this guy's so boring he just lays on you he just wrestles with you nobody could stop the takedowns he just keeps wrestling with you oh he's scared oh. all these dumbass MMA fans from back in the day still to this day are you know obviously offering I'm not saying they're offering immature takes and all that Fans do find certain styles boring. But for Colby Covington, 
I think that over over time, his style has evolved. He's gotten better. His striking, obviously, is good good enough to hang in with a, a great striker like Ruthus Robbie Lawler, a Rafael Dos Anjos. I mean, I mean, fighting guys like uh, Kamaru Usman, being able to hang with him, giving him the two toughest fights of his UFC career, in my opinion. You know, the, the first fight was a tough one. Kamaru got tagged a lot in that fight. Um, the second Colby fight was tough. I mean, he gave hit Colby gave Kamaru Usman a tougher fight than Jorge Masvidal. He gave him a tougher fight than Leon Edwards did. A tougher fight, tougher fights than any fights that he had. So that says something about Colby. One one thing that I think people have a problem with when it comes to the whole Colby Covington and all that is that they can't separate their dislike of him because of his personality, because of all the Trump shit, the ignorance. And how disrespectful and offensive he can be with some of the words he says. I 100% agree with that. Some of the stuff he has said and as uh, does is crossing the line and disrespectful and all that. But I started watching this sport in 2010, man. When I was when I was a little ass kid, I wasn't even 14 yet. Um, watching this sport, and I never watched it to pay attention to the words that were said about someone, or how someone's feelings getting hurt. I mean, talking about your feelings getting hurt and someone getting kicked in the face or getting their face broken or bloodied and broken and beaten and watching people fight each other in a cage or watching people sacrifice each other's lives, essentially almost, in the cage. We have nine minutes left here. I mean, um, your feelings being hurt and you being offended and... You watching cage fighting doesn't go good together. I never really gave a fuck about the personalities or the outside originally. But I'm going to say that over time and as you market yourself and as you obviously we're in the presence of Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all these different platforms that give these fighters more of an opportunity and gives the fans more of opportunities to interact with these fighters as well. And to build their brands, build their businesses, gain more sponsors and everything else under the sun, you know what I mean? But you have to slowly but surely adapt to it if you need. And if you're one of those people that need a social media to kind of build your brand a little bit more. Because, you know, you make headlines off of the shit you say and stuff. So similarly to what John Jones did the other day, kind of dug himself a little bit of a grave and um, um, got flack from people online for defending John Jones or, heavily defending gone I'm not, I'm not defending anything i wanted to openly expose and see how many nasty people there are regardless because anybody that gets a chance and gets a thrill out of celebrating someone's demise regardless of how many times they may have fucked up in their life it shows you how shitty of a of a culture and a world that we live in and mma fans are amongst the shittiest fans in the world ladies and gentlemen and i'm just going to completely say that Fuck each and every one of you motherfuckers or talk shit to fighters or disrespectful towards fighters or, um, you know, typing on the fucking uh, keyboard behind your in your mom's fucking basement. Especially if you have all these dumbass names as your is your Twitter name and, and pictures of random ass fighters with their shirts off on your uh, on your is your profile picture. And you're talking shit to me or you have the audacity to talk shit to me or talk shit to another person online or all this other careless shit. So all those dumbass fans, get the fuck out of here. Back to Kobe real quick before we get out of here. Yeah, Kobe's style is, is very good. I mean, it's boring to, to some, but, you know, we can't just... It's mixed martial arts. 
If you want just stand-up fighting, go and watch kickboxing. If you want stand-up fighting, watch Glory. If you want stand-up fighting, watch, uh, I guess, I don't know, what other fucking places are there to watch? You know what I mean? So, But what there's other organizations and stuff you can watch. I mean, Bellator has a great show, too. But, you know, at the end of the day, when you're watching mixed martial arts, you're watching the ability to uh, put forth different styles. And you put all these different styles in the cage together, it's mixed martial arts. You adapt it to use your skill. Whether you, if you're a great jujitsu practitioner and you get the takedowns or you utilize the clinch, you're trying to get them in an uncomfortable, uncomfortable position to where you can utilize a choke, an arm bar, a leg lock, any point in time that you see yourself being able to lock on or get a submission, that's going to be your goal. Same thing with the takedowns. You just want to keep taking people down if you're a wrestler. You want to maybe stand and strike and get them uncomfortable to the point where you can take them down and use your wrestling. And if you're a striker, you're going to try to use your takedown defense and keep the fight on the feet. You're going to try to keep your back off the cage. You're going to try to circle away. You're going to try to keep things in the middle. You're going to try to be first if you're a striker. You know, it doesn't matter. It just depends on what what style and everything you're doing in the cage. It's mixed martial arts. So I'm a big fan I enjoy Colby style. I enjoy GSP. The fact that they're able to shut people down or, or make people uncomfortable. And the fact that he gave Kamar Usman the, 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 the sitting best welterweight on the planet of all oh, best welterweight of all time right now, honestly, in my opinion. And he gave him some of the toughest fights ever. And he will give Masvidal a tough fight. And I believe Colby will beat Masvidal in their next outcome, their next fight. More on UFC 272 as it comes uh, and emerges near near close to us ladies and gentlemen um i believe that is it for us today on um episode 395 of kicking it with the king it was a really great show obviously real excited to get into that fight stuff towards the end and stuff and we talked about a lot about a little bit of everything today about the the war obviously emerging potential nuclear war we talked a little bit of of ufc 272 uh, colby and we talked a lot about a little bit of everything a, little, a lot about a little bit of everything, a lot of a little of everything, a lot of a little of everything. So a bit, dude. Why she does drugs? There's just this girl across the street. Before you have four minutes, so we can probably just talk about this real quick. There's this fine ass girl across the street. Like, except she does drugs though. That's the only problem. I don't know if she does heroin or meth or something, but she has some beautiful fucking hair, man. And she's she has a, a little. A nice little booty on her too. Like she's nice looking, man. If she just stay clean or try to find a different avenue rather than doing drugs, man, I think she still has time to save herself. When you get some of those bitches that are randomly screaming, yelling at the air, punching, she trying to punch, fight people, talk talk to people that aren't there. But sometimes you can see people that can be saved. But dude, she's fine as fuck though. It's crazy to see tweakers that are fine as fuck. Is is that offensive? Is the word tweaker offensive? Are we getting canceled in the last three minutes of this show? Hopefully not. Ladies and gentlemen, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram, KWTKPod. You can uh, listen to our show available on Spotify, available on Apple Music, and everywhere else you get your shows, ladies and gentlemen. iHeartRadio, wherever the fuck you get your shows. We're going to hit a bong rip before we get out of here. We're nearly an hour in. This was a great show. We had a great time. Had a great one. It was a phenomenal uh um show um definitely like i said look to keep continuing to put out great and phenomenal shows and 
be absolutely passionate about it, ladies and gentlemen. So let's take this bar grip and get out of here because we are on a timer. Shout out to all my weed heads over there, too. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. I got so high. <laughs> I got so high in the Honda Civic yesterday. I got Honda Accord. I can't even talk because I'm trying not to cough. There's a whole ass hit in this thing, so let's suck this shit up. No homo. No homo. If you say no homo, you're safe, right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back sooner rather than later. Back next week with your favorite show, ladies and gentlemen. We will be back. Thank you all for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll be back sooner rather than later. We're out of this bitch. DJ, it's all yours, baby. Trying to get lit, music allowed this nigga with hits. I come to party, trying to get lit, music allowed this nigga with hits. If I hop on it, then know what you get. I just go in at the flip of a switch. Party, trying to get lit, music allowed this nigga with hits. If I hop on it, then know what you get. I just go in at the flip of a switch. I come to party, trying to get lit, music allowed this nigga with hits. If I hop on it, then know what you get. I just go in at the flip of a switch. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Party, party, let's get lit. Let's get lit. Lit, lit, lit. Party, party, let's get lit. Let's get lit. Lit, lit, lit. Party, feeling real good. Put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah.
good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah. If you're feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah. Long as I wake up in the morning, I'ma get a bag. Get a bag, yeah. I'ma get a bag. Long as I wake up in the morning, I'ma get a bag. Get a bag, yeah. I'ma get a bag. Long as I wake up in the morning, I'ma get a bag.